Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. And now for an hour and a half of silently staring at each other with <laughs> love. We're in the same room. We can stare at each other. I haven't been able to see your beautiful face in like Hi. a long ass time since Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we record at Christmas or were we too busy? I I believe we did something. Look at us go. Mm-hmm. Reunited. Mm-hmm. Feels so good. Oh, that was like almost harmonizing. Look at us oh fucking go. That's because when you put us together, we're fucking magic. God, we're so good. I feel so good to be back. Yeah, you've been fed properly. I've been fed. Uh, I am not drowning. Um, what is happening underneath? You're, oh, you mean metaphoric? Drowning. Metaphorically. It's like, Jesus, I thought you were up in the mountains. Isn't that the one thing you're safe from in the yeah. mountains? Yeah, I was in a mountain. Are there bears up there? No, uh, there are actually bears around my parents' house in Jamestown. There's a there's a bear crossing sign on the highway. Adorable. Yeah. Do the bears know to go and cross at the sign? It's not a crosswalk. It's one of those. Beware, there's a bear somewhere. I don't know how these things work. I live in a city. Although we have had a bear recently in Grand Rapids. Two really? years in a row. Oh. I know. Proud so of us. So maybe we should get one of them road crossings. Yes. Yeah. I guess so. Um, I'm back. Did I just I don't... say them? One of them? One of them. You I did. was in SOTUS over the weekend. I was going to ignore it, but you... Uh... All right. attention to it. So you're home, is what you're saying. I'm home. I'm graduated. I'm done. You did the thing. You're back on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't just like I didn't key boot you. I didn't die. Yeah, not dead. Not dead. Historically not dead. Well done. Yeah, you're so. a master. I am a master. And please refer to me as such <laughs> from now on. I can't. Once you have one master, you're not allowed to pick another Fuck. without that mask. See, this sounds real BDSM. Yeah. Oh, don't let them see behind the curtain. It's part of the kimono a little bit. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, uh, yeah, glad you're home. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do a podcast again. Because, yep. like, real talk, kind of hard to do it without you. Yeah? Yeah. Sort mm-hmm. of unpleasant. Required me to rip my guts out for everybody's entertainment. Oh, yeah. That was a sad episode. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening and for being so cool about that. Yeah. Uh, I promise to cry less in this episode. I think one of my professors heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <That's> Brian. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Please try a different episode, sir. Please. I tried so hard to keep this a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I've been leaning into it with, like... Uh, yeah. job things. I've just been like, yeah, I have a podcast. Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> right. I promise won't I promise you won't be like Ask me no questions and I shall tell you no lies. <laughs> also don't don't Google me real hard. Please don't Google me. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Well we uh we're going to prepare some some research for you and then we said fuck it. And so we're here with everyone's favorite kind of episode you know what it's kind of true though people do love these episodes it's true and i'm trying not to be offended by it um dan says they're his favorite yeah thanks dan dick thanks um so should we jump in (laughs) so it's a listener story episode which i'm sure you figured welcome to this podcast is haunted we're professionals we literally have gone through three years of doing this show yeah 
And we still don't remember to fucking introduce ourselves. We don't have a solid intro. and that Well, we do have an intro. We just don't have, like, a solid, like, intro. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the high level of education of a master's of music. I don't know what your degree is. Master of Arts in Museum Studies. Oh, Master of Arts in Museum Studies. Yes. Oh. yes. Uh, so we're doing listener stories because we're lazy and you guys provide better content than we do, apparently. It's true. So. All of our ideas came to naught. Uh, and also, we were very busy. I have been doing doing adult things. And I'm homeless and jobless. <laughs> and we were all watching Game of Thrones. You understand. You understand. So I, I'm going to kick us off okay. because I've got a great one. It's, it's, it's longish, but I like that. Listen, if we're not producing our own content, someone might as well produce a lot of it for us. God bless. And the person in this case is our dear friend Katie G. Mm. And I'm pretty sure she's in the podcast group. Mm -hmm. So, hey, hey, boo, hey. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for sending us a story. Uh, sorry it took us... Uh, Don't say it. Well, no, we're about or half do. a year okay. in the future. So this is actually pretty good for us. You know... Um, so, hey there, ladies. I'm Katie G. I actually stumbled upon your podcast while it was... Podcast? Podcast. A podcast. Shut up. It's podcast, not a podcast. <laughs> oh, you want to go back to New York now? Bye. <laughs> uh, your podcast, While at Work, um, I was searching for funny, true hauntings. That, and that also helped me learn a bit. And I listened to all of your episodes in a few days. And I love you, too. Aww. Well, that is fucking mutual. And if, if, that, if that isn't ever our niche market, like funny. Well, okay, that's generous. Uh, <laughs> we are funny. Excuse I me. crack myself up all the time. Right. We laugh at us if nobody else does. Anyway. Uh, so hopefully this isn't a novel for you, but I have a fucking terrifying hot story for you guys. Lay it on me. I call this The Children. Nope. Yeah, and then literally in Please parentheses, don't. your fave Jen Please and smiley face. Katie, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I am elated. Oh, my God. All right, so. Pardon me while I ready my instrument. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, I don't oh. like this. When I was 18, we moved into a rental home in northern Illinois. Just me, my mom, and my older brother. Immediately after moving in, some shit began. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was laying in my bed and I was looking out the window when I saw two street lamps go out in front of our house. Was it Dumbledore? <laughs> the put outer. Did you also see a cat? Yes. Had there recently been? No. Second. Is there any children left on your doorstep? <laughs> Have you seen a lot of owls flying around by daylight? Can we not well, be such people fucking people wearing funny robes must be that used these days. Except there's an old man. Okay, I'll stop reciting the first chapter. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking reciting verbatim. Yep. God, you're a nerd. I love you so much. Um, assuming a transformer blue, something... I'm sorry, assuming a tran... You, uh, you thought the robot man, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> a transformer blue. Yes. No. I was like, oh, it's Optimus Prime porn. And there you have our two specific brands. I will just recite the entire of Lord of the Rings and for Harry Potter, and you're all about robot porn. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. So carry on. Here we go. With your naughty, naughty robot actions. 
Assuming a transformer blew somewhere, I thought nothing of it. But then my alarm clock went out, so I sat up to see what was up. Mm-hmm. Once I sat up, I started seeing like these orb things floating through the room, through my room towards me. Mm-hmm. I assumed perhaps it was headlights from a car coming into my room, but when I looked outside, there was nothing. Glancing back at them, they were much closer and very clearly two-dimensional. I don't like that. I hid under my blanket and fell asleep. That's my survival mechanism as well. Yeah. You can't get me if I'm asleep. I almost tried that when there was a bat in my room, and then I was like, oh, it's not going to go away. (laughs) Uh, So the next night, my brother, who slept in the attic, had an encounter. The only way to his room was through my mom's room, and she kept her door to the hallway shut at all times so the cats didn't wake her up. He heard the pitter-patter of feet coming Mm -hmm. up the stairs, and he thought maybe the cats had gotten in. But there was nothing. In the coming week, he would constantly hear these light-footed running feet up and down the stairs every night. No. Whoops, I have goosebumps. (sighs) At this point, we all assumed a few children spirits were having fun in our house. Scary, sure, but they were here first, so whatever. Yeah, that's that's generally how I (laughs) treat this. Jen's like, eh. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't until the third week of us living there that we realized it wasn't just the children. What? Often, I'd hear heavy, angry footsteps in the living room. My room was directly above it. This disturbance always left me on edge and my cats growling. Mm -hmm. The children never made me so scared as this did. And every time we would hear these heavy footfalls, the light footfalls of the kids would simply disappear. Mm -mm. (laughs) One evening, my brother heard the kids running up his stairs... Much, much more frantically. My mom woke up from the loud, heavy footsteps outside her door and was sitting on her bed when her bedroom door slammed open and a glass of water on her nightstand went flying across the room and shattered against the wall. Oh. My brother said at this time he thought he heard a child crying. Oh. Of course, right after this, my mom went away for work for the weekend and my brother went to his friend's house, leaving me with the cats and the ghosts. I was in bed and could hear the angry spirit, which we always imagined was some burly man in the living room. Um, My cats were growling, as always, and I tried to sleep. When I went downstairs the next morning, all the pictures that had been hanging on the walls were shattered on the floor. No! The ones that were on canvas looked like someone had taken a knife to them and slashed them over and over. Get out. Get out. That's too much. No. That is not just something falling off the wall. Nope. Nope. Fucking nope. Oh, God. As if this wasn't the finality, about a week later, my mom had the dream of of the children huddled in a closet in her room, bloodied and crying. They looked at her and one whispered, get out. He'll get you like he got us. Oh, fucking fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. But also, that has extreme, the 90s version of the haunting movie. Have you seen that movie? Please tell me you've seen that movie. Oh, yeah. I just, well, I just just, did it for the podcast. Yeah. The children children. in the way. Oh, no. It's <laughs> such a terrible fucking film. The movie is so awful, but so delightful. Go watch it. It's true. Um, all right, sorry, Katie G. Oh. Um, the next morning, the landlord told us he had to evict us because of the private Catholic school. Now, now, the private Catholic school located behind us bought the land. Probably connected. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe this is just me being a jerk. But uh, where did all the children things. come right, from? Exactly. <laughs> Um, we gladly left. We were only there a little over a month. Months later, I was driving through town and happened to be in the neighborhood, so decided to check out what had been done to the house. Mm-hmm. It was demolished. Yep. And it's As place- it should have been. Okay. No. What is your face that you're making now? Oh, my God. No. In its place were several white crosses hammered into the wood, 
with a plaque next to them. No. I parked and walked so I could read the plaque. No, 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 it no. It read, and it's been 12 years, so let's <gasps> cliff note this. In memory of the children lost to the hands of a madman. <gasps> what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, my God. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This might be, like, our greatest listener story of all Okay, time. that's it. Bye. Great show, everybody. <laughs> We're wrapping up now. Shit, we shouldn't have started with fuck this. Fuck me. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. All right, so she does sign off. Um, or, oh. or, I'm sorry. They, I don't know. They sign off. Um, so, yeah, some shit, right? I have a much happier spirit story, but we'll save that for later since you usually have an overwhelming amount of these. Yes, we do. Thank you. We love you guys. But keep sending them anyway. Right, we need them. <laughs> much love and stay spooky. You stay spooky, too. Oh. That is... The oh. fucking greatest! Oh my god. Okay, so that was fucking dope. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was really great. Do you want to read the next one? Yeah. I mean, god. Holy shit, right? Just, like, I'm like sweating and cold. <coughs> um, okay, so this one comes from Mandy, a Mandy V. Um, and they say, hey, cool kids. Uh, I love you spooky bitches, and I wanted to share some freaky family history with you. Uh, I love it already. Yeah. Uh, this is a true story about a weird experience I had after my grandma Hattie died. Uh, the lady had some interesting secrets, the most charming of which was the fact that her legal name was actually Hedwig, like the owl. Uh- <laughs> As thinking, if we didn't know. I automatically went, and the angry And itch. the angry edge. <laughs> There's two people in the world. Two right. types of people. Right. Uh, I meant to keep it short, but I ended up writing a, a gosh diddly dang memoir. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably too long to have on the podcast, but I have nowhere else to go with it. So have a nice read. Hun, we are here for this. Um, okay. So, my grandmother passed on sudden... Uh, passed on suddenly in the spring of 1998. My aunt, who lived with grandma until the time of her unexpected death, sprang to get the phone on a warm... What? Sprang to get the phone on a warm May evening and returned no more than a moment later to a silent dinner companion. Uh, Grandma, cross-armed and upright in a formal dining chair, had dozed off over a plate of Valentino's pizza. My aunt sat, finished her own pizza, and cleared the table quietly, not yet realizing that her mother was dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope that's how I die with, oh. with pizza in front of me. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Yeah. This, honestly, like, statistically, like, since <laughs> I have really great food in front of me so frequently, mm. probably is how I'll go. Yeah. Good for me. Just trying to think of how I would want to go taking a nap i don't know that never happens so that then you'll know i'm at the moment of my death (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh school got out a few weeks later and i spent the summer helping my mom and aunt i can't decide how to pronounce aunt uh i'll be honest i'm have a nasty i don't know what even regional pronunciation of aunt it's because you went from the the east coast to the midwest so you're stuck yeah, I don't I know. I like aunt, though. Use I aunt. I honestly t- prefer aunt, but I feel like it's betraying my my roots. But your roots are in New York. I'm not fancy, though. Are, is aunt fancy? That's what I always thought it was. Oh, well, aunt. be a little fancy. You can't say foyer, so... <laughs> That's right. I grew up saying aunt and foyer, so... <laughs> Gotta be honest. Aunt. Aunt. Uh... <laughs> 
I spent the summer helping my mom and aunt prepare for an for the auction. I was eight years old and then very fond of being alone in the little nooks I'd find, completely enthralled with the process of excavating bits of history from old cigar boxes. Newspaper clippings from a bygone era. My God, what a web. Uh, black and white f- photographs of familiar places before the trees grew and and of unfamiliar faces before the death came. <sighs> My God, swept away. This person should definitely work in museums. Like, yeah. this is it, man. That's the job. Yeah. Uh, Even a spoon rang with a cryptic inscription that I strained to make out with my sharp little eyes, one that captivated me for years until dial-up internet finally put my curiosity to rest because none of us did anything productive again. (laughs) That's me editorializing. (laughs) Like, let's be real. Any real sense of productivity died when when the internet was born. It's very true. Um, Anyway. That summer seemed to go on forever, and every day I uncovered strange treasures that my grandmother, a stern and deeply private German woman who lived her... Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a thought, and I'm, I apologize, man. <laughs> just a stern and deeply private German woman <laughs> who lived her entire life in the shadow of the Great Depression. Had Oh, okay, so you were on this side. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. good, we're good. On the right uh, side of history. Yeah, no, I only say that because my grandparents immigrated after the war, so that's oh, why I'm no. like... are your people Nazis? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. We've been over this. They they were hiding Nazis. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, hiding... Hiding Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was the worst. Fuck us. <laughs> they were Nazis, but they were protecting them. Oh, my God. Oh, Christ. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Okay. Kate fed me some... Long Island iced tea. <laughs> and I hadn't had lunch. So here we are. Um, boop, boop, boop. Who was she, this woman who had died at the dining room table? If I'm honest, I like her. I liked her even less than I understood her. My sunny disposition cooled in her presence, and she frightened me even after death. She, with the secret tins of half-nibbled dusty chocolates and boxes of Cool Whip tubs. Oh, dear. She, with her hard, downturned lips that never forgave the rich women who painted her their nails as she scrubbed their toilets. She, with the souvenirs of polio in her gait and the faded scars from her first husband, who, before the accident, drank rye whiskey and chased her around that table with a meat cleaver. Oh my god, Jesus. this poor woman. Yeah, back then. Slash, also, thank you for painting us this word journey voyage I, picture. No, sorry, like, I, this will... This is great. <sighs> this is why everyone likes these episodes better. I know. I'm fine with it. I really... Like, Honestly, if you guys send us enough content, I will just do this for the rest of my life. Like... <laughs> real talk, though, real talk. Between this and the podcast group... Mm-hmm. And I know, like, a little bit it's because they're, a lot of these people started out as our friends, but mm-hmm. we have the greatest people in our corner. Oh, my God, yeah. The greatest. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, keep uh, sending us content, and then we'll never have to work, actually, <laughs> again. Um, we'll just take all the credit, because that's what we're good at. Um, okay. Back then, I resented her for being mean. Back then and before, I understood the distinction between being mean and being hardened. By the end of the summer, the house stood clean and mostly empty, save for a few pieces of large furniture that that would be auctioned off later. Among these assorted dressers and curio cabinets was a tall, sturdy armoire that that was once overstuffed with all manner of outdated clothes, several tins of those infamous dusty chocolate nibbles, (laughs) and a well-kept mink coat. Wow. 
fancy, I thought. Okay. She must have done well for herself after all that time. Uh, oh, here we go. The coat was a gift from her favorite son, who had been a trapper and fur trader before his tragic and premature death nearly three decades prior. My God, what is your family? <laughs> I am elated. I need a Netflix show about this. <laughs> yes, I would totally watch. Yeah. It, it's a little, like... It's yeah. like the Adams Family meets The Haunting on Hill House. And also there's pizza deaths. And yeah. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm extremely for it. Um, it had taken three people to heave this thing, this monolith of wood, from the corner of Grandma's bedroom and down the hall, where it waited patiently until the incident. Also, I need you to narrate this. Like, please just write this whole Netflix series. I, honestly, I feel like we're not good enough for this. You should send this into Reader's Digest. Like, yeah. I know that's a very 80-year-old thing of me to say, but as you all Reader's know... Reader's Digest? I love Reader's My Digest. My God, are you 80? I unapologetically <laughs> love Reader's Digest. I don't even think I've ever read Reader's Digest. Seriously? Kid, you're missing out. I read the books. <laughs> the, the condensed. There you go. Well, good for you. Bully right. for you. Uh, the hallway itself, where the armoire had been stationed, was wide and lined with bedroom doors opposite the railing that overlooked two flights of stairs joined by a small landing. The railing wasn't really a railing at all. It was a partial wall that I could just peer over by the time I was eight, resting my little elbows on top and gazing down onto the stairs uh, a con- mm? below. Seeing over it was a personal milestone for me, and I applauded myself for growing bones long enough to accomplish this magnificent feat. I was much... I yeah, this. I know. My this God. is so great. I'm sorry. I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> was just like interspersed, just like gushing admiration for your writing every once in a while. Um... I was much taller than I had been back in the old days of kindergarten when my sweet aunt took me by the hand and taught me how to count each step in Spanish, a habit that I maintained until I left that house for the last time. Uno, dos, tres. No sooner had I stepped off the stair numero dieces and rounded the corner of the dining, toward the dining room where grandma had her, eaten her last meal, did the monstrosity come crashing down the stairs after me. I almost forgot this is what the, was the point of the story. I completely <laughs> forgot. I didn't know that was happening. I was just like, yeah, fucking great story, man. I feel like I'm on NPR. Oh, shit, ghosts. This is fantastic. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Uh, in a way that seemed... To defy explanation, the armoire had somehow toppled over the railing, briefly casting its terrible shadow onto the stairs where I stood just seconds before it splintered with a maniacal crack upon impact. (sighs) My mom, aunt, and brother leapt from the dining room table as the massive piece of furniture lurched itself before spilling onto its side with a groaning creak behind me. Pensive murmurs about how lucky, how bizarre, and just how were passed uh, and just how were passed between them as they quickly appraised the impossible physics of the situation theories were offered and discarded in quick succession in the end nothing added up but a few facts that were both disquieting and clear the thing was heavy as hell and no one was upstairs Mm, everything's fine um As we cleaned up the remains of the armoire that fell from the sky, a shared revelation was swimming just beneath our characteristically German propensity for rational thinking. Girl, feel you. (laughs) Something had happened, something jarring, and we could not explain it. 
The laws of physics seemed to loosen around this immensely heavy object that should have been firmly anchored in place by the trustworthy forces of gravity, but it wasn't. Somehow, it slid some distance across a carpeted floor, toppled over the railing, and crashed downward as if guided by some unseen hand of rage or maybe desperation. Outwardly, we shrugged our shoulders and moved on. What choice did we have? Still, something continued to stir in the deeper parts of ourselves as we all silently agreed that something very strange had taken place in the house where Grandma died. Was that it? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Uh, 20 years later, my brother pulled up to that familiar house on Park Street and knocked on the door. It had been less than 10 years... uh, Oh, the house. Okay. It had been less than 10 years old when my grandma bought it back in the late 80s, and he noticed that it had deteriorated markedly since then. At any rate, his business that day involved fixing an air conditioner in a house that had once been a second home to him, one that now felt eerily familiar and distant at the same time, the house where his grandmother died silently and without fanfare over a box of Valentino's pizza. He recounted the story to us later, and we were eager to hear it. The carpet was filthy and the cottonwoods are gone, he said. The whole place is a mess. If Grandma could see it now, she'd be rolling in her grave. Somewhere between the initial pleasantries, the job well done, and the meandering Midwestern small talk that took place between himself and the friendly homeowner who had nothing better to do on a Saturday than to chat up the AC guy, my brother broke a brief pause with an odd question. Do you ever get the sense that this place is haunted? Startled but not hesitating, the man answered in the affirmative. Never believed in that stuff before we bought this place some two, year, two three years ago. He dipped his hands into his pockets and tipped forward on his boots, pausing for some time. Whatever, Whatever's in here really gets after my wife. The end. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god. This was... I'm like... This is so great. Oh, my God. Seriously, we're not good enough for that story. No. Send that on to somebody better than us. Send that on to StoryCorps or some yes, shit, Mandy. or The Moth. <sighs> That's so good. That was great. That was a pleasure to read. It, I, man, I'm... Mandy, wow. just like keep sending us stories, please, because I would love to read them. Yeah. Also, could you come narrate my life? Yeah. This was like the freaking, like, lemony snicket ass, like... So I feel good. like I can see the house... Yeah, I I am elated. All right, I've got another one That's here. A loud ass bird. Yes. Okay, I thought I was going insane for a second. No, sorry guys, it's springtime and my house has like woods adjacent right. to it. Yeah, woods in through the window that I yeah. has been thankfully covered up. And we are we through. got some loud ass fucking birds. All right, a uh, subject. Care for a story about a ghostly manhunt in England? Yes, obviously. Well, I don't mind every single day. <laughs> This is from Anastasia H. Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Anastasia. Anastasia. That could be. Anastasia. Um, Anastasia. Yeah, really beautiful spelling though. It's. I'm gonna. Is oh. that okay if I spell that on the air? A n a s t a z j a. Oh. I like that, right? Wow. Add that to the baby name list. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Anastasia because okay. it's classy, and I want to be classy. Mm-hmm. Anastasia H. <laughs> Hi, Jen and Kate. Love the spooky chills you ladies give me with your podcasts. They're such a great contest of humor and absolutely terrifying supernatural experiences. I'm just going to pause and say, like, 
she probably wrote, she's probably has an English accent, right? Like, that's the most delightful thing I've yes, ever heard. That's, I absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Anastasia, will you tell us if you're British? And also, we love you. Yeah. So, that's true of everybody. And I'm um, sorry, we're going to say it in our poop American accents. <laughs> We have To be fair though, you guys do a real shit job of American accents on the whole. And to be fair, we do a terrible job of English accents. Everyone should just stick to their own accents. Yeah, guys, stay in your own lane. As unfortunate as they may be. <laughs> what accent does Tyrion Lannister have? Oh. I mean he does a pretty good job as right. far as they go. He's pretty great regardless. Yeah. Alright, so Without further ado, here's my story from England. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely English. Here we go. Mm. I spent my youth in Derbyshire. That's right. Derbyshire. 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 Is that how you say it? I always break it into two words because I'm deeply American. Mm-hmm. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Actually, it should be Derbyshire. Derbyshire. But I knew enough to be like Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Yes, Mr. Darcy Country. The miserable half. <laughs> I love him so much. Let's, let's stop doing this podcast and go inside and watch that. Miserable you may be, but poor you most certainly is not. (laughs) Can we please focus? No. (laughs) So in Derbyshire, in a small village composed of quintessential English cottages, stone walls and rolling green hills, can we come and visit? If we come to England, uh, let us know where you are. Yeah. (laughs) Not in a creepy way, but just like so we can, you know. We promise not to be creepy. Please be our friend. Okay. Please tell us where you live. (laughs) We'll show up outside your house. (laughs) A pretty idyllic place to grow up, but all you really need to know is that our small home was in walking distance to an old chapel where my father had taken up bell ringing (laughs) fortnightly. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is she writing this from the past? (laughs) Does that still happen? Does somebody sign up to ring the bells? Have you found a husband yet? (laughs) Listen, man, even my small church... In Sotus, has a computer ring the bells. Oh yeah, we would have like a little keyboard. Yeah, play the carol on. But maybe, maybe she means like the actual like handbells. Oh, 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 oh! That could be. That could be. I used to play in bell choir. I did it once. Yeah. Fun, right? Yeah. It was midday on a sunny weekend that, as an irascible thirteen-year-old, I had an argument with my parents. Mm. In blind frustration, I stormed out of the house for a walk. <laughs> Again, another tip-top writer here. Mm-hmm. We have—I'm telling you—we have the best people. None of us are worthy. I, I mean, certainly not our, our shit shit. Yeah. So, uh, without a care. Our for... bullshit. A copy and paste from Wikipedia. <laughs> your, I try not to do that. Oh, <laughs> I do it. I excuse you because you're in pot in grad school. Yeah. I don't think that's going to change, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, without a care or thought, I ended up walking through the chapel graveyard, and it's here that I must stop you from imagining a classic scary concrete cemetery with broken weeping angels and formidable iron fencing. Mm, It was a beautiful place shaded by a little belt of trees on one side, with weathered little headstones dotting a grassy area behind the church. There were houses right across the street and homes backing onto the property, so there was no sense of isolation either. Being empty and peaceful, I wandered in, brooding to myself, and began reading the names on the headstones to while away my time. It was then that I heard the church bell ringing, and I was confused as bell ringing only happened in the evening. Oh, no, it isn't handbells. It is just straight up bell. That's big. Y'all can get a computer for that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Maybe they just like to do it the old-fashioned way, huh? That's true. I mean, I'd want to pull the... Wouldn't you? Who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah. Just swing on it. 
I looked up, and to my growing puzzlement, I saw the bell wasn't moving. Oh, shit. Mm. That is an echo from the past. Mm. Um, I wondered, was I having some weird stroke or something? And then suddenly I felt the heavy thump of boots through the thin ground behind me. Nope. Like that of a big, heavy, but tired man running toward me. Look as I may, there was no one there. Odd as it may sound, I was under the strong impression that whoever it was wasn't coming for me, but was being wrongfully pursued by a group of people who were incensed about something. (laughs) Ooh, we've got an empath. Mm. His feelings of mingled determination, proud innocence, and exhaustion have left a deep and abiding mark upon my memory. Feeling scared and unable to explain what I couldn't see, I began to walk quickly out of the cemetery. The footsteps seemed to pick up the pace as I did. I broke into a run out of the cemetery gate. As soon as I passed through the gate, the presence stopped following me. Mm. It's my belief to this day that I encountered the spirit of a man who'd been hunted for a crime he didn't commit, and that the church bell had rung to rouse the villagers into joining the manhunt. Spooky. Whoever he was must have reached out to me in my own highly emotional state. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I sprinted like lightning all the way home. I'd completely forgotten why I was cross and forgiven everyone everything and was just immensely relieved to be home and among the living. Oh. I said a lot of prayers for that man's soul that day, and I couldn't help feeling sad that the unknown man had been a victim in some cruel setup during his life. Cheers for reading, you guys. Anastasia. Oh, holy man. shit. Dude. <sighs> What? Uh, yeah. We clearly shouldn't even have this podcast. I'm feeling very inadequate. <laughs> you guys. But grateful. Oh, love you. Wow. Oh, my God. I want to go to that churchyard. Yeah. All right. So this last story comes from Sharice, who uh, just like, thank you, uh, put a pronunciation guide at the bottom. <laughs> She goes, I know my name is different. It's pronounced Charisse. It's French. I am not. Go figure. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) I've come across the name Charisse before, and I've never met a Charisse who wasn't a wholly lovely person. Hmm. Like, usually really artistic, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of like sprightly and fun. I don't know. I I like that name. Charisse, right back. To confirm whether yeah. you are any of those things. Are you cool? Are you already? Let me know. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do no. math competitions and I hate art. Hey, you know what? There's nothing bad, nothing bad about loving math. Uh, there is nothing wrong about it. Except Some people that. gotta. <laughs> right. I do not. You don't often get art people who super love math, too. No. MC Escher, obvious <gasps> exception. Yeah. I have a coffee table book of his. One of the first table, one of the first books I bought uh, was a coffee table book of M.C. Escher. Well, how old were you? Eleven. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was one of the first things I bought with my babysitting money. <laughs> You're like, I can buy anything in the world with this, presumably like twenty dollars or something. It was eleven ninety nine. Oh shit! And I got it at Books, which is a Grand Rapids and at the time Benton Harbor bookstore where you could get cheap books. The is a money sign. Oh, I had to say it like that. Books, money sign. Oh. Uh, we should ask them to sponsor us, actually, because yeah. uh, they were dope, and a lot of my books came from them. All right, like well, a lot of my treasure books. Books, get at us. Yeah. <laughs> Please give us money. We love your store. Um, cool. Okay, so Sharice says, uh, "Hey, ladies, I love the show. Y'all absolutely crack me up." Does it say y'all? 
Yeah, it does. <laughs> I love the word y'all. I use it as often as possible. It's very good. I like it. It's very, it's it's just a great gender, gender neutral. Yeah. Plural. For our guys, gals, adverse. and non-binary pals. Exactly. Uh, I found, I just found y'all this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right. Bless you. Uh, and I am binge listening to y'all any chance I can. Ah, yes. Thank you. Uh, I'm halfway caught up and wanted to write first to say how awesome y'all are. And second, because I kind of have a story. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. I totally preface by saying it's not exactly a ghost story, but it is definitely creepy. If you like it, feel free to share. Uh, well, I hope we do because <laughs> full disclosure, reading this for the first time now. <laughs> That's the way to do it, man. Keep it lively. Keep it fresh. Yeah, y'all act like we screen these. Um, oh, God. Somebody's going to send us something upsetting. Oh, that'll be a fun fun thing. No, I mean, if it was truly upsetting, we just uh, Cut it. would edit it out. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Um, right before my 21st birthday, um, I moved out for the first time and into my best friend's house. It was her, um, and in parentheses, she put K, so, um, I assume that's how we're identifying people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what? I'm just going to put names to these just so that I can have that. So I'm going to go with Karen, uh, (laughs) because why not? Um, so it was her, Karen, her then husband, G, which who I'm going to go with. Gary. Gary. Thank Karen you. And Gary. Karen and Gary, my two middle-aged <laughs> friends. And his creep of a best friend, Jay. Um, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry and Gary. It was an entire other story. So before we come to me moving in, I have some background stuff on the house. It was built in the 1940s. It had an original owner, but it was bought within 10 years by Gary's family. Not sure exactly how quickly, I just know in the 50s it was theirs. Gary's grandma owned the home that entire time, I believe, but sometime when I was in high school, 2009 maybe, she passed, yes, in the house, and her daughter went to prison. Oh. <laughs> That's chill. Uh, the house then passed to Gary as he was the oldest and his mother was unmarried. So as a high school student, he moved into the place, but needing a guardian, he allowed his father to move in with him. Now, his dad has always been into some shit. So let's just say for quite a few years, the place basically turned into a drug den and fell into disrepair. Sad. Yeah. Now, when Karen moved in, she essentially kicked everyone else out, and the couple began making repairs and moving towards renovating the property the best they could. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, So the main story I have is from this time prior to my move-in is when they were doing some real work in their room. They had two closets right next to each other, so they decided to do something with that. Um, They were young, and he had some hobbies, so they basically decided to cover over the doorway of one closet knocked out the wall between and made like a secret little room in the back of the closet that can't go south at all no that'll be fine (laughs) yeah that's everything's fine uh literally a room to grow shrooms not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) guess you saw that coming (laughs) how fun i want to come to parties at your house (laughs) also just for what it's worth uh, you should grow shrooms, but make them be Michigan morels. You can grow your own morels on a mm. log in a damp room, and they, they're 44 bucks a pound. Yeah, chip. So I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so during this project, the wallpaper that lined the inside of both closets was removed. And Karen was inside cleaning out debris and whatnot and noticed that carved into the wood paneling of the inside of the closet that had been covered for, as far as we know, the entire time Gary's family owned the home was the word help hundreds of times. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. Get out of that house. No. Oh. I was going to be like, why was there wallpaper in the closet? But now I think I know why there was wallpaper in the closet. Wallpaper. Yeah, because you can't just, like, paint over that. It's carved in there. Right. So you've got to, like, in wood paneling. fill it all in. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, you could do with the wallpaper paste. I don't like that. And if you had, like, a thick enough wallpaper, it wouldn't show. Okay. Uh, Yes. Uh, She goes, yep, for real. I wish I had a picture for you. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) You see something freaky, take a picture. You send it to us. (laughs) Um, All right. So from from that, when I moved in, I got the front bedroom, which had this beautiful wall-sized multi-pane window that I loved. My boyfriend and another good friend helped me patch up, repair, and clean and paint the room before I moved in. The interesting um, thing about this bedroom is that it had its own door to the front porch so I could come and go from my own room. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, a good design. Yeah. Unless murderers. But <laughs> that's where my mind goes. <laughs> I just refuse to be murdered. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what all those people should have just done. <laughs> just refused. <laughs> Yeah, Ted Bundy really comes well. in. They're like, no, not today, <laughs> not sir. Not today, Ted. Anyway. What do we say to the God of Death? Not, not today. That's right. <laughs> Put the pen down, Jen. Okay. Um, where am I? Okay. I'm not gonna lie. The house was still in pretty rough condition when I moved in, but that's not exactly part of the story. The hallway that the other door in my room led to was. The only hallway in the house, off of which was the bathroom. Okay, so you have the background. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, so the help carved in the wall hundreds of time was not the story? Apparently not. Okay. Which means that I hope she doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. Um, pretty much anyone that came to the house, believer or otherwise, could feel the pervading negative energy of this house. And this energy was particularly strong coming from the hallway. Sad. <laughs> and it was even worse at night. Okay. Oh. People have definitely seen something in that hallway. Uh, personally, I never saw anything corporeal. The most specific story I have, aside from the overall vibe of the place and the fact my depression skyrocketed in this house. Uh-huh, that's a thing. Yeah, is one particular night. So at the point... Uh, in time, uh, my boyfriend would come over after work on the night before his days, or, uh, before his off days, and stay with me for his two off days. This happened to be one of those nights when he came over. Now he got off late at night, so this began somewhere around two or three a.m. Okay. Often we heard stuff from the hallway, but as it's an old house, I often ignored it unless my cat was freaked by it. In which case, I stayed in my bed until the sun came up. Yep. Yep. That's how you deal with it. That's exactly what you do. Yep. <laughs> this night, it was silent in the hall. I had to pee, so I excused, my, I excused myself to the hall and walked up to the bathroom door. I tried the handle. It's locked. I know I didn't hear any door open or close, but I thought maybe it's one of the roommates, so I stepped back in my room and wait. 
10 minutes later, I step back out and try again. Still locked. But I hear running water. I'm like about to pee myself at the point. So I knock, hey, I really have to go. No answer. Groan. I go back to my room and wait because literally no one would stay in the hallways to wait in the dark. Sure. Uh-huh. My boyfriend and I tried the door on and off for hours. I'm not my hair even is literally standing up on end. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Periodically heard water running. It would not open. I don't remember what happened with me needing to pee, but the next day I spoke to Karen. I asked who had been in the bathroom all night. She and Gary slept through the night and Jerry wasn't home that night. She said no one had been in there. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, my next question was be like, is it was it actually locked? Did you try the door or were you right. just like, no? Or was it like maybe right. like steamy that night and like the wood swelled? Oh, yeah. Because that's a thing in old houses. I don't know if they actually tried the door, though. But, I mean, like, I know when you're when you're at night. You're, well, it like, was 2.30 in the, in the morning, and you super had to pee. And you just assume someone's in there. You don't really want to like, open the door. Yeah. Anyway. I fully would have gone out the front door of my bedroom and peed outside in a bush. Yeah. Because I'm an animal. Yeah. Well, I mean, it appears uh, that she... Uh, forgot and <laughs> i would have too in that situation but like actually no i'm good um anyway the door would occasionally lock itself the entire time i lived there and never for as long as that one night so wait was it locked oh maybe it wasn't i just forgot okay whatever i'm really good at remembering <laughs> things uh but it ha but it happened it would occasionally lock that and the negative energy finally had me cleanse the space. Yep. Smart. My, yeah. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend and and another friend helped. He played soft music, opened all the windows, and staged my room in the hallway while focusing on positivity. Then put salt lines in my doorways, and it honestly helped the feel of my bedroom. But I only lived in the house for six months. Uh, I honestly believe that whatever is inhabiting that house, spirit or whatever else, has very negative intentions. As I stated, my depression skyrocketed. My boyfriend hated being in the house. I couldn't explain the feeling it gave him. My best friend and I had a brief falling out and her then husband, now ex, fell into hard drug use. And she even admits how much she, how much better she feels just not living in that house anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and one little extra that might factor in. There was a hole in my wall that led into the bathroom. The bathroom side was covered because tile or whatever and i had a dresser in front of it because it was scary as hell and that side of my room i couldn't stand to have my back to at night i wonder how big the hole was yeah that's really creepy I don't like there's that. some big time bad juju in that house yeah i don't like that at all uh thank you for reading my story i hope it wasn't too much of a ramble sometimes i'll write my other story that <laughs> is a bit more of a funny tale yours truly in all things spooky sharice Thank you so much, babe. Wow. Yeah. I have been in houses and around places that had that pervasive bad energy. And it Mm. does. It absolutely plays with your mind and your emotions. I worked nights at a senior home for a while. And I was in the sundowners ward. So it it was just a very sad place. And then it was scary at night. Uh, And it really did affect my mental health as well. Mm. Definitely. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, this is great. A uh, couple questions for you, Jeff, since yep. you're home now. Yeah. Uh, how was graduation? 
It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Did you throw your hat? I, we didn't do it, like, officially, but I, I did it for a photo op. I think I saw Oh, it. yeah, that, that my brother posted. Yes. Thank you, Ellie, for getting yeah. that to us. Yeah. Um, last thoughts about leaving grad school? Did you do anything fun? Yeah, we, um... Yeah, no, it was good. I had, oh my God, I was such a goddamn mess on graduation because I hate goodbyes and I'm a crier. Um, but we did do, we did had some nice times. Uh, we, we did a little prank. Uh, we, uh, fun fact, you can purchase a set of 12 small rubber ducks that are uh, bright flamingo pink from Oriental Training for $7 each, $7 a dozen. Nice. So there are... About 300 of them hidden around no. my school. 300? Yes. <laughs> Is it weird that I'm prouder of you for that than I am of your actual degree? Not at all. No, that's, that's... one of my prouder achievements. Yeah, so that was that was our legacy, and, um, and it was very fun. Yeah. Uh, who's finding them? Oh, um, well, we have... <laughs> We have one professor who is our science professor, and he's the best person. He's really so. Our our unofficial mascot is the pink flamingo, particularly the pink lawn flamingo. Not like even a real one, like a pink lawn yeah, flamingo. Sure, I have a bunch. And um, so that's why everything is flamingo themed. And he's really embraced that theme um, <laughs> and that mascot. And he is that the school's whole mascot. Or our program just your class. Our our official school mascot is the red dragon, but we lame. Don't, yeah, who cares but uh yeah he's he's really uh gotten into the spirit and he's uh collecting all the ducks and it's he's made it his mission to find all of them to find all 300 and you'll never find all of them <laughs> does he listen to the show no I, oh god i hope not <laughs> <laughs> all right, well man i'm glad you're home yeah it's so much easier when you're here also you're going to edit this. Yeah. It's very exciting to me. Yay. I'm uh, going to spend my entire week in my fur trading co- costume. Ooh. Uh, don't wound me. I look cute as hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just thinking it's going to get hot later. <clears throat> we'll be in a shaded area. I'll be talking about uh, Michigan mammals. So oh, okay. teaching third graders about what's what. Well, I definitely want to see a picture. Uh, yeah, I can probably do that for cute you. Cute as hell outfit. I'm super cute. I look great in an apron. Let's be real. I mean, God, I wish, like... I wish doing costume interpretation actually paid well because I would just do it forever. I would just like learn a trade and fucking do it. Hashtag sore spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know who? Actually, I'm going to make a recommendation. Hmm. Um, are you familiar with Joss Townsend? It's it's actually like Joseph Townsend. Mm, no. Well, it's a kind of late 1700s replica company <gasps> and they sell a lot of fur trade era stuff oh my god so this guy's son mm-hmm. makes youtube videos and he's always in his costume and he interviews people highly educated people mm-hmm. about their section of the costumed interpretation or like you know things that he's learning from mm-hmm. history uh, really, really, truly fantastic YouTube channel. That's amazing. Um, I enjoy the hell out of him. <laughs> One so. of my uh, hardcore niche interests is, on Instagram is historic costumers. Yes, like, I love there's them. some great stuff. Yeah, I liked. Uh, remember when we did that royal fashion class? Mm-hmm. I loved the videos of those people getting ready. Yeah, I bet you we can find those too somewhere on YouTube. Um, I know Crow's Eye Productions is a production company that produces a. Lot. They they have a whole series that's getting dressed 
in the whatever Perfect. century. Perfect. So go ahead and uh, search that on YouTube and go down a huge rabbit hole. Yeah, it's guys, it's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun. Uh, I I I look dope in a giant fucking dress. Mm. Um, it's and anytime where I can act like I have a waist, like an empire waist, I don't really have one. I'm Man, just a potato. I want to bring like stays back, not not 19th century corsets, right. but like but 18th stay, century stays. Yeah, stays are actually really comfortable. Mm-hmm. They help you stand up straight and breathe. Uh, As I sit should... here hunched over like a gremlin. <laughs> I, it's part of the reason I'm probably always sick is my posture is yeah. for shit. And I can't get anything out of my fucking lungs. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love stays. I love a cape. I look oh, so good God. in a cape. Mm-hmm. I, I It falls right around my boobs, so it just makes me look like this giant, like, breasted <laughs> woman just coming at you. Oh, my God. Coming, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which... um. I heard of a show that's that's premiering soon that sounds very much up your alley called American Princess. It's coming out on Lifetime, and it's about a socialite who, for some reason, goes to live slash work in a Renaissance fair. Yep. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> and I think Rory O'Malley is in it. Rory O'Malley. He was... He's on Broadway regularly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm 100%. For those of you who uh, who maybe don't know, uh, you are actually speaking to Kate Reed, Madam Wench, mm-hmm. of the Grand Valley Renaissance Fair for a very long time. Mm-hmm. One of my proudest accomplishments was being named the Madam. Uh, once a madam, always a madam. And uh, I mean, it is your essence. <laughs> just like me as like a, a brothel slash tavern owner. Doesn't that make so much sense? It really does. Yeah, it's all I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. When when the apocalypse comes, that's going to be my new business. <laughs> Pure procuress. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And no one will mess with my girls. I'll kick people's asses. Just keep a ba- Louisville slugger as like my one artifact from the world of old. And just beat people's heads in if they mess with my girls. Oh, man. That's right. Also, that's, somebody should make a comic book of me. such a great life. I, thank you. Thank you. And like sometimes my girls would service robots who are sentient. And I would beat the shit out of a robot with a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Like me going to town on DJ Roomba. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We have to end this show. Uh, uh, we only have one more show until summer break. So yeah. We're wrapping up season three next fortnight. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, so we'll we'll be back for one more, guys, and then you're on your own for the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for sending us these wonderful stories. Yeah, please continue uh, to send them in, and uh, please let this be your standard. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Just better than us, better than we deserve. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you need to read some fucking Reader's Digest in this world. Uh, well, Reader's mm. Digest is a delight. All right. And no one will take it from me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that in mind, it's good to be back. See y'all in a fortnight. Yeah. And stay spooky. All right. Like, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> right. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, social media is fine. <laughs> yeah, you guys are already listening to the show. I'm pretty you sure know. you can figure it out. You know us. Stay spooky, motherfuckers. Yeah. But I'm. <laughs> <laughs>